Well, it's no surprise that the latest StatsCan data on housing shows that BC is the most unaffordable province in the country. For an overview on the data, joining us now is Craig Jones from UBC's Housing Research Collaborative. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. Thank you for being here. So help us understand what the recent census data shows us. Give us an overview of what we are are learning now about housing in BC. Sure, uh, absolutely. So um, overall, the trends are are really good. Um, You know, uh, in general, Canadians had uh, found their housing more affordable uh, in 2021 compared to 2016. And that's largely driven by uh, higher incomes. Uh, so nationally, we went from uh, unaffordability at 24% uh, down to uh, just under 21%. So that's down three three percentage points. Um, it, there was also a stark improvement for renters across the country. Uh, that was, we had renters were sort of at an unaffordability rate of 40% in 2016, and that is down to 33% in 2021. So down just below uh, seven percentage points. And it's uh, really great to see. Uh, housing affordability overall going in this direction. Um, and, uh, you know, let's point out the statistics of Canada correctly states that Canadians have a right to housing because the National Housing Strategy Act of 2019 recognized that housing is a human right. Um, the, the trends for BC are also uh, similar. We are seeing an improvement um, in affordability for overall. Uh, so we're down to 25.5% overall. Um, and there's a slightly different story for renters in the country. But uh, overall, the, the trends are promising and good. Um, and those are largely driven by uh, income gains. Uh, so, uh, you know, renters' uh, median household income grew by 31%, uh, you know, so, which is quite large, and owners saw their, their income grow by almost 15% over the 2016-2021 period. Okay, let's focus on BC. Uh, what is going on with renting in BC? Absolutely. Yeah, so the story for renters in BC is, is a little bit different. Um, the report states that BC uh, leads Canada uh, in the number of renters, the rate of renters. Um, and we observe that the improvements uh, to unaffordability are reduced in BC. Uh, whereas Canada saw unaffordability for renters um, improved by almost seven percentage points. Uh, BC saw an improvement of only five and a half percent points. Um, and there are big geographic variations with, uh, within these trends. So just throw some numbers at you. Um, you know, from in British Columbia, we went from for renters, uh, 43.3% in 2016, down to 37.8. Um, so that's a decline of uh, 5.5 percentage points. But within the province, um, within the communities, there's quite a bit of variation. So you know, for Kelowna, the census metropolitan area of Kelowna, um, which had a uh, unaffordability rate of uh, almost 46% in 2016, only saw a reduction of 2.2 percentage points. So really, that, that's, a, that's a, a very mo- modest improvement. And it's also noticed that the number of renters in Kelowna grew very quickly uh, between this time period. Yeah, um, the numbers Korea. for Kelowna are, are astounding, with Kelowna showing an increase in renters of more than 54%. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, lots of, lots of growth in, in, in Kelowna. Kelowna is growing, is, growing pretty, is growing quickly. A lot of people moving to Kelowna. A lot of people renting in Kelowna. But, yeah, I was surprised when I dug into the data that uh, Kelowna's uh, numbers for improvement are actually pretty modest. Um, Victoria, 
uh, is uh, saw an improvement of uh, 4.3 uh, percentage points, and Vancouver saw an improvement of uh, 5%, which is less than the provincial um, average, but uh, it's still it's still promising for uh, for for Vancouver. Um, and then there's also the the rate of core housing need for renters uh, in BC. So core housing need is a, is a particular uh, category. Um, that's for people who are paying um, more than they can afford for their housing and they could not find a suitable or adequate dwelling in their community. Um, we saw a pretty big improvements in this, uh, this measure across the country. So, so from in Canada, uh, from 26.8% down to 20, so down 6.8 percentage points. BC again, uh, we we started out higher in core housing need, almost at 30 percent, down to just below 25 percent. So an improvement of you know about 5.2 percent uh, points. But in Vancouver, uh, the the sense metropolitan area, uh, we started out uh, just over 30 percent, and only saw an improvement of three and a half percent. So um, you know there's in, in all of these areas, like you know, uh, things are moving in the right direction. Uh, it's really good to see these these changes happening, but there is you know, variation across the province and across the country. And BC is not has not seen the improvements that are there. I'll also note that a lot of these improvements are driven by, and, and actually the, the Statistics Canada report notes this that um, these improvements are driven by temporary income supplements, um, you know, such as CERB because of the pandemic that were largely implemented and in, you know, enacted in 2020, which is when the income for the census is you know, relevant. And there are concerns that these gains may not be sustained uh, in the future with the uh, the ending of those support programs. Right, which, um, that makes largely sense. Largely those at the bottom. That yeah. makes sense that CERB would have uh, distorted those numbers to some extent. So what would you expect to see next time then? I mean, it's hard to see. It's hard, really hard to anticipate the future. It's always something that researchers need to be extremely Where's your crystal with ball? Like, Just pull out that crystal yeah, ball. <laughs> um, so I would, um, uh, I mean, what I would love to see is I would really love to see um, these improvements uh, maintained over time. Um, you, know, we, you know, the federal government has committed to get 500,000 households out of core housing need and to approve housing affordability. So I'd love to see the efforts of the federal, provincial, local governments uh, pay off. Um, we'll be looking to the, the 2023 Canadian Housing Survey for new data on whether uh, they have been maintained. But honestly, I think that um, these numbers are going to be, uh, you know, some have noted that this is something of a statistical anomaly that when we, you know, in a, in a few years, uh, we will see a, uh, a correction general trends. And I should note that the trends for 2011 and 2016 were um, improvements, uh, modest improvements in core housing need and affordability, just a little bit. Uh, so this is a, a you know an unusual improvement, largely driven by the SERB benefits. So I expect that the numbers to be better than they were in 2016, but not to stay at this level. It's very interesting stuff. Thanks so much, Craig. Oh, thank you for having me. Our guest was Craig Jones, Research Coordinator, Housing Research Collaborative at the Faculty of Applied Science at UBC, talking there about how BC is the most unaffordable province. He said that there have been some modest improvements, especially when you look elsewhere in Canada. But BC itself is still in major need of more supply of housing. And we have known that for quite some time. And as we uh, are approaching this mayoral election, we've heard a lot of opinions from the mayor 
mayors on what they would do to improve affordability. What are your thoughts on it? Let me know. It's Raji at cknw.com. And coming up on our show, we're going to be talking about this violent unrest in Iran. Reports that 35 people have died in anti-government protests. These are all following the death of a young woman who was targeted by Iran's morality police for not wearing the headscarf uh, that is mandated there in public, not wearing it appropriately. And since then, uh, many women have in the streets been cutting their hair in protest. Many have been burning their headscarves. And they're doing it around the world as well and posting it to social media, uh, including a protest uh, recently at SFU University where protesters also uh, clipped part of their hair in, in solidarity with the women in Iran. And I should mention that these images of the unrest in Iran, these daily protests that have been happening, they're very intense. It's not just women uh, in the streets. It's a lot of men as well supporting the cause. So we'll be talking about that. But first, your travel news is straight ahead.